Welcome back to 7 Seconds or More. I'm your host, Garrett Collins, joined by fellow hosts, Pete. Hello. And Duncan. Hey, how's it going? And here we are, coming back. What is this? Are we on fourth episode now? Episode number four. Sheesh. Very exciting. We're getting big. Back to... um. Just the just the just the original hosts now. We were no guests unaccompanied. This week. No oh, guests. Yeah. It's okay though. There's still three people. It's yeah. still plenty. Oh, yeah. Plenty of cooks <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> we're recording this on Friday afternoon, so mm-hmm. we hope to have this up by Friday night before tonight's playing games. We'll do a quick uh, hit on those later, but we got some quick notes first. First, if you're listening to on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts, be sure to hit that notification bell to be alerted whenever we drop a new episode. Shout out to my friend Zach. Mm. Told me to do that. Um, Thanks, Zach. Shout out, Zach. Shout out, Zach. Um, another quick note: We are on TikTok now. Ooh, oh yeah. We're doing numbers, not really. Um, but we we're gonna put <laughs> just snippets from the show, either just takes we have or or stuff that you know when we pair it with video, mm-hmm. it would make it, it an audio visual experience. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of our, our break clips when we go on break, we go on good tangents. So yeah, may- maybe that, that could make there. it. Yeah, we wanted to do one last week. We mm-hmm. uh, we weren't uh, equipped to do so at the time. Say lovey, but yeah, we got we got content team content coming at you in all platforms. And, and the link to all those socials, I also I'll tweet about the uh, when the show comes out, as well as put it on Instagram story. That is in the description of every podcast episode and on our podcast website. Um, Fantastic. We have a website. Uh, well, kinda. It's, okay, it's the one. I, I'm like, when did you go and make a website? It, it's, <laughs> it's not like a true website. It's it's. The website that our podcast sure, is hosted sure, on sure, sure. Gotcha. already. It, I was like, God damn, we're official official. There's a link tree too, right? Seven links or more. That's uh, it. <laughs> it's only four links at the moment. Maybe we can get this. Hey, if I, if you guys tweet about the show or have basketball takes, start a little basketball Twitter. We can yeah. put your links on the link tree. There you try, go. Try to get seven. Oh, yeah. We're at four. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Talking about uh, user engagement with, with our stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to read the... Uh, responses to last week's question posted on the pod, which was uh, your favorite NBA player nicknames. This is only through Spotify. We'll do another one for this week. So if you want your uh, response to be read, and also you can read them. They are they are pinned on the episode on Spotify, so you can look at them there. Awesome. So be sure to respond to those. couple highlights we have uh, for this week. Our last week's guest, Daniel Park. Mm, shout out to him. Shout out Dan. He he answered a question on an episode he was on. I find it very funny. But <laughs> he, he he put a couple True ones. Commitment. I'm gonna these are some of my favorite. Dubious handles for Julius Randall. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is. I didn't even look it up. I kind of just thought it's, that's it's what it was. Too true to not not be right. Uh, I want to I want to be in that reality. And then big government. I love big. Who's government. big government? That's a uh, uh, Reggie Jackson. Right? Reggie Jackson. The fans gave him that because in the playoffs last year. Oh, I um, love it. They said he always bailed them out. <laughs> That's yeah. terrific. Big government. That's, That's amazing. A, it's a creative one. It's a That's fantastic. One. I'd oh, heard yeah. it. I'd heard it, but I oh, forgot yeah. about it. I'm glad to see big government on the way back, and we'll see. Oh hell yeah! The government having a big role tonight for the Clippers. Mm. More of that to come. Yeah, the government shutdown tonight, but we'll talk about <laughs> that later. <laughs> Oh man! And we got from a cool. We got some classic ones: Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas, great Ooh. one. Oh yeah! Uh, Time Lord, everyone loves Time, Time Lord. Lord. Robert Williams, so good. Nice. Hope for a speedy recovery. So good. And Cardiac Kemba can't Car- be Cardiac, yeah, that's, Cardiac that's Kemba. A good one. It, it's an all-timer. Oh yeah. We might be desensitized from it because we mm. here at UConn hear yeah. it so much. But. Yeah. Once and a year, every UConn <laughs> account tweets out that step back, it's, and it's, it's great. It's but, Cardiac you know, Kemba Day. It's it's a uh, <laughs> it's a little much. <laughs> yeah, but you know, especially. 
as a gaggle of UConn fans, Celtics fans, and Hornet fan, we we do love our Kemba. Hornet. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hornet fan. Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> Importantly, singular. don't label me a Hornets fan. Hey, oh oh whoa, no! Whoa, For whoa. the record. That's not me or Peter. <laughs> Rest in peace, the Hornets season. Mm. Good run. Good run. Yeah. From yeah. from Amar, we got uh, the Worm, Dennis Rodman, mm, great nice. nickname. Mm-hmm. I just love the Dennis Rodman clip from the Last Dance, and he's like, "If I if I know the if it's gonna hit the, that part of the rim, I know it's going there, <laughs> and then it's going over here. I'll be there. Boom." I saw a crazy Left, stat line right, on Twitter boom. with uh with Dennis. He had like a two game streak where mm-hmm. he had. A total zero points and like forty eight rebounds over two games. The Draymond Green effect. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Nice. Forty eight. Yeah. Two he, games. Two games. Zero points. <laughs> he knew his role. He knew his role. There's a lot of value in that. Sure. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And you know he wasn't doing the Andre Drummond thing, trying to get his shots up. <laughs> no. The big pen. Right, so Andre Drummond coming in <laughs> eleven minutes into the recording. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy too. I was not oh, yeah. even forced. That was no, natural. That was, yeah. Oh, natural, baby. Oh, man. Their final one from, from Matt Correa. Fast PP. Great <laughs> one. Mm. Oh. Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> Big Pritch. Big Pritch. <laughs> sure. uh, it's, it's, it, see, all of the dick jokes work in so, so well with PP. You know? It's it's tough you when you got those initials. Yeah. It's it's tough. Like Peter Parker. Peter Paul Pierce. Uh, Paul why did why did I think of Pete, a fictional person it's, other it's than okay. an all time <laughs> Celtic? <laughs> Someone's got it. We got it. Paul Pressy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no one knows. I've yeah, no one knows. to do yeah. a who? You <laughs> <laughs> should send it on. NBA player. NBA player. Alright. It is a basketball podcast. Do you remember that the guard for the Celtics a couple years ago, like Phil Pressy? Oh, son oh. of Paul Pressy. No kidding. I believe, yeah. Sure. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Where is he now? Oh, definitely either overseas or okay. a G League coach or something. Gotcha, I don't know. gotcha. Probably out of basketball. Dude, so now every time, Duncan, that you, since you told me that G League is Gatorade League. Oh, mm-hmm. the Gleague. The Gleague. The every, yeah. Ever since the last recording, I just, I can't unsee it. Well, the, Anytime it says G League on any platform. I speaking it. of, the Gleague just had their finals. Uh, UConn <laughs> alumnus Chris Vitel on the Rio mm, Grande Valley CV. Raptors. Sniper. Yeah. Mm. He, he, he was the oh. sixth man off the bench. He had like 21 points, 5 and 9 oh, from 3 or something stud. like that. They took, stud. They took the stud. 5 from 9? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they won the finals. I saw they won. I didn't check the box. Oh, yeah. boy, CV, CV. I like to, like to shout out. Huskies. We love you. Come on the pod, CV. Speaking of Huskies, uh, Shabazz is on campus this week. He's, he's been okay. training with the team all week. Oh, I saw wow. that. I saw it in the Instagram post for the yeah. basketball. I, I, from my, from my sor- per sources, my sources, <laughs> he's with the team all week uh, practicing and training. That's, That's cool. rad, dude. That's rad. Well, they need bodies in there. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It's, uh, the transfer portal is brutal. Uh, it's, it's so weird. Like, two years ago, the transfer portal was not, like, an option. Because, well, they turned it into, like, free agency, basically. Yeah, because if you transferred, you sat out for a year. Like, Avina Westbrook sat yeah. out for a year. RJ sat out for a year. Like and now, now yeah, it's free agency, and it's kind of like rewarding players for giving up on a team. I feel like it, it's good to have the transfer portal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, look at LSU, right? No yeah. returning players. Really? All their, all their players are graduating, declaring for the draft, wow. or entering the transfer no portal. No joke. No scholarship players. Oh my god! 11. Taking the lead from Ben Simmons, LSU alum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just man. one side, everyone side, just like Ben. There yeah. you go. Speaking of Ben, speaking of playoffs. We think Ben Simmons is actually coming back? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who are we? When I see it, when I see it. I mean, it, it was, once again, Mr. Sharania. 
I still need to do research on the way to pronounce the first name. Mr. Sharania will always tweet out the Ben Simmons news because they share the agent. He always gets the inside knowledge. Mm-hmm, they say mm-hmm. he's targeting games four, five, or six. Okay. What? So, like, if it goes to game seven, they're like, no. <laughs> can't like, start uh, today. We'll push it out to the next ben round if it's. In the seven, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, next round. I don't know. The I, I, I believe it when I see it. I think he could have played, like, this entire season. You think so? Maybe. Hernias are no joke, and, you know, I'm inclined whenever it is to give a player the benefit of the doubt, but, like, at some point. I'm also more receptive to the, um, if he had some sort of mental thing going on. um, Agreed, agreed. It could be the case. I mean, a player in the limelight, keep in mind he's still young. He's probably 23, 24. Um, It's still a lot for a guy like that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I hope to see him healthy and and playing out there with those guys. Um, yeah, not only against the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if I I'd, I'd love to see it either way. No, you know, I, I, why wouldn't I root for the guy? Um, unless he really did like quit on Philly, I don't think we'll ever get the definitive story there. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, one last quick hit. Uh, I don't know if if you saw. They're bringing back the old NBA I Finals did see. script. It looks good. It looks oh my good. god, oh. I am so excited! Been clamoring for that for years. Absolutely, because the new one just lacked any soul. No, you know? it, like it was it's just, just this block. Like block. you could tell it was just optimized to be seen on a phone. It's like it's it's it has no heart. Yep. You know, it's it, the script is classic. It's classic basketball, just like how like diagonal letters are like a hockey thing. Like it's 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 it's. It's like a basketball thing to have the cursive. Old Celtics logo, it's cursive. Sure. It's just like it's it's clean. It's for, it's I love it. They they need to just bring back some originality to the logos every year. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Super Bowl needs to go back to that. I agree. Uh, March Madness is riding a nice uh, line where where they sort of have a Duncan's hat um, mm-hmm. for all you watching at home. No yeah. one because we're not <laughs> recording that video wise, but. Yeah, they have a like a pseudo template, but they still stylize it to the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked the Tampa one um, from 2019 for the yeah women. with the sunset, the basketball yeah. sunset, yeah, reflecting. That was, hot. That, was yeah, hot. that was nice. Completely agree. Now, I also like the Minneapolis one. It's uh, the True North sign. It's the compass. It's all it's all cool imagery that I definitely know. Oh, you got the you got the, the OG 2019 go. Final Four bag. Wow. Yeah. For, wow. For all you at home viewers, well, you're getting a show. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sadly, this is not an audio visual experience, but um, you, you can look it up. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, they look good. Oh, yeah. And um, oh yeah. Yeah. So very nice to have nice the new old logo back. Yeah. Uh. So right after this break, we'll we'll get right into our reactions from that Clippers Timberwolves game. Interesting mm. game. Oh, and yeah. uh, yeah, we'll get going there. Minnesota Clippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a game! I, I was able to watch most of that game. Yeah, I, uh, I think I tailed off the end, um, so I, I didn't actually see the full, full comeback. But I think I underestimated the Minnesota crowd. Yeah, I don't know if they played a big factor, but I mean, no, they, they seem, won a home they game. Seem rabbit, yeah. like Duncan, you were just there in Minnesota, right? Like they're dying for basketball. Yeah, and I think um, just the. The way they set it up for the final four was kind of weird, where there was like no yeah. court side seats and the stands kind of stopped. No kidding. So all the fans were really far away from the court. But like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like looking there, it looked like the the all the stands went like down to the court like a normal NBA arena, and and then also the like game, that yeah. that glue lady. Did you see that? She she blew that her was hands weird. The court. Glue lady deserves her own segment. Glue lady, come in the pod. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want glue lady on the. She's pod. a friend That's of the good. pod, not friend of the show. <laughs> there you go, friend yeah. of the pod. Yeah. Hey, Dan. 
Dan used the wrong one. Yeah, he's when a friend he of the re- show. He, he grouped himself with Andre Drummond. Mm, yeah, yeah no, and no. and with Mason Plumley. <laughs> Wolf. Yeah, he put himself as friend on the pod on Boy, his Instagram story. I would not want to group myself with those two. Oh, uh, Mason Bumley. I mean, Bumley. I mean, Plumley. Is this going to be a regular bit for you? Yeah, it might, might be. <laughs> I mean, he routinely just talks about him like that. And he sure. doesn't correct himself there. No, normally it's just Mason Bumley. <laughs> yeah, it's straight up. Yeah. No correction needed. Nah. But speaking of, like, Friend of the pod, centers, Cat <laughs> was Bumley-esque. Oof. He well, was so yeah. bad. Hey, we need to flame him. Yeah. Okay, okay. Pop off, pop off. Go for it. So my thing with Towns, <laughs> I was gonna go take. Go you, need to, you need to be able to understand the flow of the game. And if mm-hmm. your shot's mm-hmm. not falling and you you're not shoot. maybe getting calls, even, if, even though you're the best player on your team in a home playoff game, you need to find other ways to impact the game. Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. he was forcing shots either early mm-hmm. in the shot clock mm-hmm. or just forced looks, trying to draw mm-hmm. down the lane, throwing his elbows, trying to get calls. Yeah. That's what Trey Young did well against the Hornets. He wasn't scoring. He dished it out to his teammates, sure. and they scored for him. That's and what winning players have to do. Yeah, that's what Cat right. did not right. do. Um, honestly, like Cat mm-hmm. fouling out was the best thing that happened for that team. Yeah, when Nas Reed came in, he was much better. I mean, yeah. he, he really knew his role. He played with a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and he was able to... Mm-hmm. to just help get the ball in the hands of of Russell and Edwards and Beverly, yeah, who yeah. were who. I mean, they they did what they, they had showed to do. out. Oh, and congrats to Pat Bev for winning the NBA championship. Uh, good to see <laughs> you see a celebration at the no, end. I, uh, no, I, <laughs> big Pat Bev guy. I, I agree. Love that. I agree with JJ Redick. Oh yeah, these guys played hard this year to get in this spot, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's a winner go home game for them. Sure, from their home fans, or else their season's over. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. they should celebrate. Oh I compl- yeah, oh I They're completely agree. Yeah. yeah, and especially Pat Bev, like, thrown to the wayside from the Clippers last season, you know, bounces around, finds his way to the, t- the Timberwolves. He talked his talk, and he talked backed his t- it and up, he and they won. he showed up. Yeah. He showed up. He had, like, a couple clutch steals in the fourth. It was like, you could tell, like, this is a big game for him. Yeah. Duh. Understatement of the year, as given the celebration, but, like, he played his heart off. I liked and in the, the press great. conference, he pulled out that Bud Light, and um, <laughs> Bud Light tweeted, um, they're making him his own cans called Bev Light. <laughs> and so that he's gonna. I'm gonna need a couple of those. Yeah, so oh, he's yeah. gonna have some bevies uh, at some presses. Some maybe. bevies. <laughs> All props to Pat. Come on the show, Come Pat. On the show, Pat. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out, Pat. But, but the look, the looks they're throwing at Towns really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Dan was talking about, they they did similar stuff to what they were doing previously in the year, where they throw out yeah. a, a quick long defender on him. That's Covington or Batum, mm-hmm. which who who can stay with them, and and if they get bullied, they usually throw the double at him late. Yeah, and unlike. Uh, Embiid or Jokic, who are really proficient at throwing out the double teams, mm-hmm. I think because Towns couldn't get it going early, that he he was exploitable. He was exploitable, and he was trying to force it, force mm-hmm. the shots. Definitely, and you know, I feel like that's just kind of Cat's toolkit. You don't really see him as the same kind of passer as Jokic and Embiid. You know, no. I feel kind of like that. That's it's obviously tough. you it's can't tough. say no one's the same kind of passer as Jokic because he's just he's a unicorn in that way. But like when Cat like. His one of his main strengths as center is his is his shot. You know, his ability to stretch the floor like and and he's a he's a big body. He's a big body. He's, and the, he's you know, a big wide boy body, sh- yeah. hitting hit, getting threes and in, in, in long twos like that is that's kind of that's his game. You know, and yeah. I feel like he just has to have a higher basketball IQ. Like he normally does. You know, he's normally a great player, but there you gotta you gotta win. For the team, not for yourself. And it, right there, he was not a team player. It, it could be the, the slowed down half court offense in a in a mm, playoff mm. scenario. I don't. Maybe that's not conducive to him. Maybe he is like. I don't like calling players regular season players mm-hmm. because, I mean, what does that even mean? Does it mean that they're not? 
does it mean that they don't show up in the they're, playoffs? They're not built for the playoffs. Or man. or their no. their skill set doesn't translate well. I mean, they're still an NBA player. Maybe they're just not around the right people. Yeah, Maybe the game script didn't go their way. I, I think. And I think he, correct me if I'm wrong. You got a lot of fouls early too, right? He did. There, yeah, there's yeah. a couple. I mean, there were some fouls that I didn't agree with, but sure. I think you have to keep your composure and. and yeah, and getting go back into to, foul trouble yeah. early in the game for any player is is tough because especially if as a shooter, you know, where so many people are, are shooters are rhythm shooters, and you got to like get in the flow of it. You can't really get in the flow of the game and feel how the game's changing around you if you're not being able to get minutes because you're in foul trouble, you know. Yeah. And so yeah, just net negative for Cat, and they kind of dared dared the rest of the Timberwolves to show out, and they oh, did. Edwards was shooting threes. Yeah, everyone Ant was, was going shooting threes. Crazy. Ant was having like the game. It was the Ant breakout game, like I mentioned. Like I was saying, five for eleven. Yeah, bar an Ant breakout game. Like I thought Wolves were gonna lose, and Ant showed out. Yeah. He was amazing. And then Daniel Russo, D'Lo on good efficiency, three same? for five from three. And then 10 even Malik Beasley, flamethrower from three as well. Yeah, like, three of seven, but it was it was some big shots that he took. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, Cat like zero of two from three, three of eleven from the floor. Eleven he, shots is low. Yeah, I mean that's because he he couldn't. You couldn't he, see the floor. He wasn't effective. Yeah. And then, he only yeah. played 24 minutes because whenever he was Wolf. in, they were locking him down, mm-hmm. um, and then he fouled out. And, you know, props to Ty Lue trying to take away the best player. He did. He did. He, well, he did. Just <laughs> yeah. didn't work out for them. Yeah, it's just. Because <laughs> the Clippers still shot 45.7 from three. Wow. But just wasn't enough. Yeah, I was I was rewatching some of the highlights after I had massive pay-per-due <laughs> that day, <laughs> so I couldn't catch too much of the game. Sure. Yeah. But um, oh my God! It just seemed like for a solid like three minutes in the fourth, they just three after three after three after three from both teams. Yeah, if the Clippers want to win their next game, they got to shoot higher from the floor than they do from three. They mm-hmm. they it was the other way around. It was forty three from the floor and forty six from three, which is kind of insane. My my thing with them, it just from the eye test perspective, it didn't look like they they wanted to grab the game. I think yeah. there were stretches where it looked like they could and. They just didn't close out. They I couldn't agree. string enough together. They couldn't get enough consistent stops, and that'll be tough tonight. No Paul George, mm. health and safety protocols. And and I was I was I didn't know. That. I was trying to think of what they were trying to do. Maybe it was putting Powell in the starting lineup as another offensive threat. Well, mm. I presume he'll be in that tonight without Paul George. Oh sure. I, yeah. I don't know if they have enough firepower to to keep up with. Uh, New Orleans team where McCollum yeah. and Ingram were one and two, a great combo, and mm-hmm. then got Herb mm-hmm. Jones probably will be on Powell as a good perimeter defender. And then JV. Valanciunas will Lithuanian just. Lightning. I mean, I, I like Zubox as a defender, but he'll have to make Zubox yeah. work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Paul George was leading scorer. I mean, obviously, I, 34 points. They're going to really need to fill in that scoring. Health and safety pro- protocols, huh? Like He tests positive. It wasn't just, oh, yeah. No. It wasn't straight up just health and safety. He was test positive. Oh, that's yeah, I wonder if there are any other close contacts. I, I haven't seen yeah, anything right now. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's I'm re- sure they're just not testing those players. Like, he was positive, so he had to be, but they're not going to go, like, crazy into it. That little mm. conspiracy action. Mm. Well, for the for March Madness, um, you know, a lot, some of those players possibly could have had it at some point, but there were no mandatory tests. And I'm sure all the teams were like, you know, we're just not going to test you as long as you're feeling okay. Well, mm. it's all out the window now with, with without Paul Georgian. If there's someone yeah. the, N- the NBA would want to have in this showcase tonight, it's it would Paul be George. Paul George. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I would, again, when I'd pick the, the winner of this game, I would defer to who which team has the best player, mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. Paul George. Sure. Didn't work out the last time I predicted it. <laughs> 
But no, I think New Orleans wins tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I think New Orleans is playing like a team possessed. They want it. We're talking about like teams that like want it. And you, I caught a bit of the Pell Spurs game, believe it mm-hmm. or not. Just the tail end fourth quarter after I was doing some homework. Smoothie and, like, King Arena was lighting up. Smoothie King Arena was popping off, dude. It was or the wearing King the red. Center. Yeah, we do, we it was a red. red it was like the crowd was loud. They seem like, you know, for all the talk of how we like to dunk on the Pell's franchise. People in New Orleans kind of showed out. I don't know if they're coming from away or what the situation was, but that was packed. It I was, sounded good. I was talking about it. Um, I saw some tweets on how good the mm-hmm. the experience was for the the New Orleans fans. And I, mm. I said I I was talking to this uh, mm-hmm. Duncan off air the other day. I I don't not, I don't want the Pelicans to move like necessarily. Mm-hmm. It just the way I I've seen that fan base follow the team. It hasn't hasn't been the most loyal. They're not always sure, there definitely. when the team is maybe in a little Suffering. turmoil or oh, not yeah. playing the best. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if if they get get to be a winning organization and they they can fill that arena every night like they yeah. did the other mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. I wanted to. I want them to succeed. They finally I got agree. some heart. They were chanting Jose's name as he was going off the court at the end of the game. <laughs> there, you know, like oh yeah, they've got an identity for first time in a while. Also, we got some breaking news as of three minutes ago per Woj. Okay, Luca out game one. Versus, oh. the, versus the Jazz. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think the Jazz can steal a game here uh, without Luka, and that is a big swing for what I think would have been a pretty one-sided matchup. You you, you mm. thought Dallas was that one-sided, that they were going to... I mean, I think it was like... Ru- a, I think Rudy will dominate this series. They don't have a yeah. guy to play yeah, on they, it's, no, There's fair. really no one in Dallas that can match Gobert. Powell's more of like a, 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 a smaller rim runner, and then mm-hmm. I, you can't really play Boban that big of a minute. So. No. No. Um, yeah, interesting. It shakes things up. I think it makes it a more even matchup. I think for however much like we like to dunk on Utah for historic collapses and whatnot, Utah's still a good team, you know? Yeah. Utah I, has they, a lot of talented be, players. They could beat Dallas. Oh, yeah. And Luka hasn't one, made it past the first round. This is true. I mean, really? He, yeah. this is his uh, fourth year in the league. Uh, yeah. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, he came to the That's league big. the same year as Trey. Trey went on the run last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Trey has one up on him. Trey we know about. They will forever be linked after they were traded for each other on mm-hmm. draft night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. did not know that. Um, one note on Jose Alvarado. Did you both know that there is a Major League Baseball picture named Jose Alvarado? Oh. He's pretty good, too. No kidding. Nice. Yeah. They don't call him Grand Theft Alvarado, do they? Not that I know oh, of. If he no. stole bases, that would be so cool. Dude. Oh, he's a picture. He's a picture. picture. He's, a two-way player. he's nasty, though. Jose? two-way player on the court yeah yeah what's stopping jose the pitcher um talent sure probably. he can do it <laughs> <laughs> it's probably hmm. not probably not that good yeah that kind of a, a big that big one there talent show he yeah. gave up first grand slam of his career yesterday oh okay. uh, yikes Damn. yeah he only made it like Oof. i think it was three and two-thirds or four and two-thirds Damn and for a two-way guy you know you don't want to pull him early because you sure. want the battle lineup maybe they put him I in think they left. changed the rules if i'm not mistaken so like in the new and like literally have like a Shohei rule so they can keep him in the lineup. But yeah, not a baseball a, pod. I don't know if that's verified. Might they they can always do a, a double switch situation. But, sure. Um, yeah, that that'd be interesting to see. Indeed. Um, yeah, but there's some interesting um stuff going in with the Pelicans game. It might be the uh, the first time the Charlotte Hornets fans are cheering for the Pelicans. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's that? What's the? It's with the first round pick. That's owed. Yeah. yeah part of the Devonte Graham sign and trade. So if the mm-hmm. Pelicans win. The Hornets get the Pelicans' first round pick in June. Oh, because oh. it's lottery protected. I think so. Yeah. And yeah, because if they make the playoffs, oh. they won't make the lottery. Yeah. yeah. And and so who does it go to if, if it's not? Do you know? 
Uh, I do not know. Because I, I know I'm, I had it pulled up the other day. I'm pretty sure Pels get it if it's lottery because they also have. They have the Lakers. Did, that, pick. Is that's not the Lakers oh, pick? That's I got bouncing it around, is it? No, no, no. They have the Lakers pick. I think that's separate. Yeah. Yeah. So if the Pelicans win, Charlotte gets mm-hmm. that first, which would be number 15. Um, so basically a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Portland would get a top five protected 2025 first from Milwaukee. I. Th- Portland will get a first from Milwaukee. I don't know if that's some pick that's floated around from the Drew Holiday deal. Okay, right. Because right. Milwaukee and yeah. and the New Orleans did that. Sure. So therefore, that pick would only have implications with New Orleans. I don't know. But if the Pelicans lost, Portland would get um, a a uh, Pelicans first this year if it was in the five to fourteen range, mm. aka if they didn't jump up in the lottery mm. or. Or that 2025 uh, Milwaukee first top five protected, but the the big sting would be for Charlotte because if sure. they that first would turn into uh, two seconds, and you know you obviously Ouch. want the number 15 first over two seconds. Yeah, I'd so, much rather have that. A lot of implications <laughs> on the line. Tonight. And I think that's we'll talk we'll talk about trades and off season like later. In yeah, the we'll, we'll do off season pods. Obviously, I think that makes the Hornets a little more flexible for. Uh, possible trades before the draft yeah I, I, they need all the assets they can get yeah because um, i don't know a lot of their young assets are guys i don't necessarily think you'd want to trade yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one, one last thing on on Go pat bev i wanted to talk about yeah the way we talk about nba players we put them in boxes like this guy's a rebounding specialist mm-hmm, this guy's mm-hmm. spark plug score lob threat 3d player spot up shooter I think we underestimate how good they are. Like Patrick Beverly is someone we talk about as a defensive first player. Yeah, he yeah. he was very solid offensively. Definitely was. I think he's talked about it before. Uh, he could score like thirty a game if you wanted to. Uh, I don't know though. He was one for five he, from three. He could and score two thir- for eight from the field. He could score thirty in a game if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. Maybe that was a playoff game. Okay, yeah. Obviously, he's a win. And he's a winning player, so he's not trying to. We we talk in winning players throughout this pod. Like he's one of the first names that comes up. You know, and I feel like so much of it is because he's, like you mentioned, it's the versatility, not just in being a two way player, but like he sets up guys nicely. You know, he. He gets. He can get boards. Like he's. It's just the smart is smarty. I was Marcus about to smarty. say. There's. The, there it is. There's the link. Marcus I, I smart. I went. I went stamp? to. Uh, I went to. Well, I don't know the timestamp because it'll be edited. So uh, whatever it is now might be a couple minutes ahead. You what know, does it say right now? We're currently clocking in like 35 on the recording, but you know we'll s- give it like splicing. Maybe happens. around like 30 then. Yeah. There you 30. Go. I went to a Celtics game like two years ago. Yeah. Um, against the Suns. Shout out Phoenix. <laughs> uh, but so city. but the Celtics lost kind of nah. embarrassingly. Mm-hmm. But the big thing was like Marcus Smart hit like ten threes. He oh his like God. career. He had like wow. thirty four points. Amazing. And he goes on stretches. I think Beverly yeah. can go on these two. I agree. I mean, we saw it in the playoffs two years ago in the bubble for Marcus, where he just as like a one man army dominated the Toronto Toronto Raptors. Like that, that series was, was tough. That series was a slog. Some it, of the best basketball I've just. Consumed. I, I think if OG doesn't hit that that game winner from we the winning, corner, we then like then five. I then yeah. I think I think they could have made the finals. I agree completely. That, agree. that series really took the wind out of their sails. Because how do you play the Heat after that you, series? You have you know? to put a lot of effort, and you're you're tired, and and you're in the bubble, so you're in a situation that mm-hmm. like a foreign place. Everyone's talked about how tough. Like the Clippers have talked about yeah. how they really want to be there necessarily. 
and that Heat series was a slog. And mm-hmm. and I think the Celtics had played the Lakers that year, and they and they'd fared well. They did. We we matched up well. I remember. Who knows what could have happened? Who knows? We like to throw in a big what if every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> we're actually gonna get to Boston right after the break. Just previewing that first round against Brooklyn. I think it's the most intriguing series of the of Certainly. the first round, Certainly, and yeah. it could be potentially the best series of the whole playoffs. Yeah, playoffs maybe Sands finals. Who yeah. knows? So we'll get to that right after this. All right, and we're back. Yeah, we're gonna start Brooklyn Boston preview. Some of the intriguing stuff I see is the uh, matchups and lineups each team's going to go with. Brooklyn, uh, ever since the James Harden trade, they've gone with a smaller lineup mm-hmm. where they're playing. Mm-hmm. You're going Kyrie and Seth, the guards, Bruce Brown, your small forward, yep. uh, Kevin Durant as your uh, stretch power forward, and then you have Andre Drummond at center. Mm-hmm. Boston, historically, has gone with a larger lineup all year. We have oh, yeah. Marcus Smart, point guard, Jalen Brown, Double shooting bigs. guard, Jason Tatum, small forward. And then your front court duo would be Robert Williams and Al Horford. Mm-hmm. And they have kept with a bigger size ever since Rob's gone down, where they've yeah. slid Slide Williams tice. Oh, or Tice, yep. yeah. um, basically. Uh, that's a little matchup dependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think with this, I, I think they might go with uh, Grant you think? as another switchable as f- wing. As your four? Yeah, because let, let's because um, the way no, a lot see, of the yeah, matchups go is you, you don't always get to have your best uh, defender – or your best mm-hmm. wing defender guarding the other best, uh, best player, yeah. Other wing because we we've seen some great Tatum and Durant individual matchups. Yeah, Tatum's for sure. had some good blocks on on Durant in yeah. the past, and Jalen Brown has too, and and we like to see it more. But they mm-hmm. do a lot of switching, mm-hmm. and so I think I'd rather have Grant in the switch over Tice. I but agree. I hope I agree. we see some great matchups. I feel there. like I feel like Tice does. He's he's added a lot to his game. He looks really natural coming back into the Boston lineup. Notably played here for the. Eastern Conference Finals run and so much before, but like he's really found another another gear that I haven't seen since before 2019 when he was last with us. Like he's looking terrific in lineups I've seen in the Celtics game I've watched. Like he looks healthy. He looks um, healthy. He, he looks. He he's got another role. another spring in his step too. He knows exactly where to be. Horford esque. Horford esque. Mm-hmm. Horford spring in his step. Yeah. Yeah, he creates great uh, seal screens. Oh my God! For, Can't talk enough great, about his screening. Great two-man game with mm-hmm. with both Smart and uh, Tatum. He plays. I feel like he plays mainly mainly Tatum more than Brown. I haven't pulled up the yeah. The I don't know myself. There. But yeah, no, it's like he's getting. I think especially what's benefiting Tice as well is just just how much better JB and Jason are seeing the game. You know. The, it's all the assists, so much it's, for them. it's insane. Because I remember like the last time I'm seeing lineups with Tice, where I probably was that Heat series we were talking about earlier, and he had his hands full with it with Bam. Oh my God, absolutely! But like, just the way he's getting so many easy buckets now. Like the last couple games I've seen, I don't have his last five on up with me right now. It seems like he's just gotten like 10, 11 points. Almost reliably, just off of the assisted buckets that are just made easy from Jason, Marcus, and, and Jalen. It's it's nuts. For for him, it helps when you're playing consistently against uh, second units. Yeah, and, and yeah. also when yeah. you're playing in a in a unit with with Grant or Tatum, Brown, mm-hmm. Smart, White, uh, Pritchard, where you have some some steady shooters and guys Definitely. that you have to that you have to sort of give that respect to, that mm-hmm, you can get maybe mm-hmm. some easier buckets. And I feel like, especially talking about how Grant could be seen in a lot more of these lineups, I feel like because of the gravity, he is now starting to accumulate as a shooter. 
that's definitely going to open up the floor for the rest of the seas as well. Yeah. It helps having that reliable threat in the corner. Yeah, and yeah. Tice is 13 and 6 over his last five games, you know. Pretty Averaging? Good. Yeah. All right. Has so. he played a lot of minutes in those, though? Yeah. 29, 24, 30, 32, 26. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know if he'll have that same starting role. Because nope. I don't, yeah, he shouldn't be starting against Brooklyn. Yeah. But it's good yeah. to see some consistency from him before going in the playoffs. I agree. I feel like Tice is one of the most underrated, underrated big men in the league. You know, like he was a starting center on the Eastern Conference Finals team. You know, like that's like, say what you will about, you know, how that series went and how unhealthy we were. But I feel like he's definitely, he knows the system. We're talking about all the just. I, I think there's a lot of system dependency, though. True, true. Because I think the Celtics probably value him more than than most other teams. I think maybe that's why a lot of people are like, "Why couldn't you get back uh, this for Dennis Shooter? Why couldn't mm. you get a first? Because he was in theory playing well." I think mm-hmm. Daniel Tice was the value that they wanted, and yeah, I, he's, he's good in the system. I think Brad likes him. That's why he potentially brought him back. I, oh yeah. So I yeah. I don't think he's, he's definitely worth more to us. He's also being paid else. like like nine ten million a year. I don't think he's nice underrated. That's okay. like a, a it's uh, I think above the mid level. So I mean that's a decent chunk of change. Sure, so sure. What, what do the Celtics have to change from last year's matchup in the in the playoffs against the Nets? Well, they gotta have JB back. Well, they have a lot of different <laughs> personnel. I mean, Derek White's like a clone of mm-hmm, Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart team and Brown are all playing better. Pritchard and Grant have stepped up both as bench players. Horford yeah. is no bench last year. Yes, Pritchard's way better. Uh, Horford as a three-dimensional center is someone we didn't have on the Definitely. roster last year. We were yeah. desperately missing not just like height and rebounding, but like playmaking so much. It's and a more cohesive unit, and they play better defense. And all the minutes that they've had together this year, they have an identity. They have something to look around, like look for rather, and feel and go back to, and like okay, we just buy into the defense, buy into the passing, like. I feel like Udoka has been such a terrific coach to turn around the Celtics identity and getting the players to buy in in a way that they haven't really done in a while, you know? And I feel like all the pieces are just better than last year because yeah. I, f- I forget who was on our bench, but like, didn't we still have like Shem- Shemi Ojale for a hot minute? Or like it was uh, I think like Ojale was, he might've been on. We had him playing spot minutes where? Yeah. Um, uh, I don't remember if he was on the team last year, but also like Neesmith was playing a role, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't like having Neesmith in that many minutes. Uh, Pritchard was in a in a sort of different role, one mm-hmm. that I don't think was maybe suited for him. Yeah, and Pritchard's Pritchard's evolved his game a lot this this year too. He's taken yeah, like a very deep team now, even yeah. without Rob, still pretty deep. I agree. I mean that's that's part of the Tice acquisition. Yeah, it's exactly. Because he was a, a very luxury third big to have, and he mm-hmm. didn't play all the time, but that, that depth is showing. Because there was Enos before, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Enos there was. Uh, at the time, Enos Cantor, uh, Enos Freedom. But, um, yeah, no, I I thought the Tice trade at the time, I really liked it because exactly this this depth signing, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Freedom was not on the roster last year. No, he was, he was brought back this year. No, I'm saying this year. He was the, the third center before yeah. he brought Tyson. Then again, we did have, oh, yeah. we have back he stopped when he was cancer in yeah. like 2019, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Correct. So we he's with us. We, we do the, the yearly swap with the Blazers, I believe, who gets Yeah, we, we, we trade off the ownership. <laughs> not with the team at the moment. It's a shared custody. Hot but, um, potato. Yeah. Truly. But, um, yeah, I just like the, the depth in Boston a lot more than we had last year. Well, we'll see if that depth can expand. Uh, something Mark D'Amico, um, his writer with the Celtics, said mm-hmm. uh, game five would be April 27th of this series, if if possible, or if played. 
that would be exactly four weeks since Rob's surgery, which Ooh. had a four to six mm-hmm. week timetable. I don't think they'll rush him for the first round. Nor should they. Also, depending on the state of the series, if That's it's true. like two two or they're down, um, and he's coming in three one, then I would think they would yeah. probably try to accelerate the timetable. But he may said it mm-hmm, the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been he's been getting shots up. He's been yeah. doing some stuff for the basketball. I was just about to say the same. Doing like, more it's, every it's day. nothing but good news coming from Rob Williams, which is. Not gonna, it's, still it's not gonna exciting. rush him though. He's a big no, part nor of the should they rush him. forward. Yeah. yeah, he's he's the future future C for the C's. You yeah, know? Playoffs, there. It's a long, it's the long game that you're playing here. So as long as but this core certainly as well. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's pretty much everyone's locked up. It's long fantastic. Term. Yeah, yeah. So a little little trivia for you Celtics fans. Midway oh. trivia, I like it. Pretty okay. easy. Some some stats. Who all time leads the Celtics in three points? The only Celtics player to have over a thousand threes. Um, on the team, in, in their career, in their career, on the current team. No, no, no. All no, time all time. Celtics. Okay, okay. Gary, you can go first. Ray Allen. No, it's Paul no. Pierce. It's Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce has one point eight k threes, a eighteen hundred threes. In second place with half of that, who is it? Uh um, I know some of the C's uh, now on the team there's, now there's have a, there's moved a weird up, stat. right? It might, it, yeah, I don't think it is, but it could it's be not, Marcus. Smart. I was gonna say it's not Marcus Smart, is it? I know he's up there because uh, he's like. Three or three. Or I four, ran right? through this whole list with my dad the other day. <laughs> is, is, it, is it Marcus? No. Uh, is it Larry? Is it Ray? It's Kemba, with nine hundred thirty second and second. Celtic three. Celtic threes. Oh, no, not oh, just, wrong just Walker. Career. Wrong Walker. Oh, Antoine. <laughs> oh, Antoine. 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 It, it just said Walker. I was, I was like, like, wow, yeah, no, Kemba. Antoine. No way, Kemba hit yeah. nine. Kemba's much further along with three. Yeah, and then JB and JT are up there on the list. Yep, mm-hmm. JT's at third. Yep. Isaiah Thomas is is sneakily high. Fourth is your man Ray. Yeah, Ray. Go. Ray at four. And UConn then guy. Marcus. He's only uh, two threes behind Ray Allen all time. No is, is Eddie House on the list? I think he is. No. Oh really? yeah, he's uh, he's, he's like, like, uh, like ten or something. Right? Yeah, around ten. Yes, he's got love like, my boy Eddie House. Three less threes than T Row. T Row's above me. T Row's here. Yeah, I, I, Isaiah Thomas is on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um he's coming in at like seventh or eighth. But what surprised me was I always you know like Larry Bird three point shooter. But I guess the NBA's just changed. He's got yeah. six forty nine. He was he was a great shooter. Mm-hmm. And he's a great three-point shooter, but he his three-point was didn't, not didn't nearly attempt as, part of the as game. many. Yeah, yeah. it just is seventh on the I, list. I, I, I always wonder now, like we're talking what ifs, like what if Larry was just posting up behind the arc, like think about, about the points he did. Oh, Larry in today's game with the threes, I mean, same. He deadly. He's a, he, he, passing. He's a great passer, great uh, defender, underrated too. defender. Yeah. Yeah, Larry does not get the respect he deserves when people t- um, talk about great players. I think it may be um, maybe because he's white and he's not like the most traditionally athletic guy. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't have like the quick twitch stuff as like his yeah. peers of the day of Jordan, Dominique, uh, mm-hmm. Magic. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he'd play very well today and uh, he'd, he'd be a top player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who has a higher three-point percentage, JT or Larry Bird? Uh, well, the way you say it, I'm probably gonna go Tatum. Yeah, no, it is yeah. Tatum. Yeah. yeah, it's not by a lot, but it's it's, it's like 36 uh, around there probably. Tatum's shooting 38 percent. 38, okay. 38.3, and Larry's at 37.6, so almost a percentage point. Higher. Averaging 38 percent for the career is really good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Atta boy, especially this year when he was so cold from three the start. It was like, what's going on? But I feel like speaking of three point percentage. That's really forced him to adapt his game into driving to the hoop more and passing out more. And I feel like, in a way, 
the the strange cold spat he had at the start of the year has really transcended his game. And obviously, we know after the All Star break, Tatum turns into a monster, just like the second coming. But like, I feel like a part of that is how he's seen the game more and now delegating responsibility and passing yeah. the ball more. And that's part of their matchup against the Nets. The only loss they have is pre pre January eighth, the, the date we're using for when Celtics went to mm-hmm. overdrive. But they lost uh, November twenty fourth, and they shot twenty three percent from three. Woof. Yeah, with forty eight threes attempted. Yeah, it's also a team that had some shooters uh, mm-hmm. in there, like Josh Richardson. Yeah, yeah, and Dennis Shooter. Uh, yeah. Richardson was actually Richie's fine. He ended stride, up being yeah. a somewhat capable three point shooter for them. Yeah, but you know, Pritchard wasn't along there. Who's been a guy who's been really good, and and some of the other guys just weren't. I don't know if Grant was was there yet. Yeah, I'm not sure I, he I, moved I, into I, his corner office at that point. <laughs> not sure if he packed his belongings there. Uh, I'd have to look at that. But um, yeah, no, it's it's because I remember coming into the season, shooting was one of like our biggest needs was shooting and playmaking, and now it seems like all of our personnel have kind of got it. It's all defense, you know. I, I have an interesting stat for defense. Um, oh please, because uh, I, we've all seen it. Uh, Kyrie's the guy who will get his, and in the playoffs, uh, he's also that guy. Also, Ramadan Kyrie. Ramadan, Ramadan it, Kyrie. Is, don't he, sleep is he better on. than Untug Kyrie or <laughs> Uncle Drew Kyrie or, <laughs> or or Mass Kyrie or part time Kyrie? Part time part time Kyrie might be the best one. Low key, he he'd show up every fifth day like like a like a MLB <laughs> starter, and he and he'd get his. Yeah. Um, but Kyrie in five games in his career against Derek White, small sample size. Some okay, of that this okay. year. 18.8 points a game, 2.8 rebounds, 7.2 assists on 46.5 from the field, 34.5 from the three-point line, and 80% free throw. Small sample size, I know. Just against Derek White? Just, uh, well, not not like on him, just in oh, games like, against wow. a team that had Derek White mm. on the team. I think it's I think it's mm. notable. I think it's notable not in the, like, that Derek White's clamping him or anything, that it's sort of the system. Yeah, because the Celtics run a, a Spurs-esque defensive mm-hmm, system mm-hmm. because that's where Udoka got it from. Sure. And I think that may be that 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 may be some stuff to come moving forward. So some quieter games from Kyrie, and obviously there's the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the our personnel knows Kyrie. Um, not oh, that yes. not that that always matters <laughs> at all. <laughs> But I, I, it could be something to monitor moving forward. No, yeah, I think Marcus, like, how many times did he play one on one against Kyrie? Like, yeah, it's something I was saying sure. the other day. Yeah. 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 Just how JB, JT pushing each other every day in practice, mm-hmm. making themselves mm-hmm. better. Tatum was talking about this with Draymond Green on his podcast. Yes. Fantastic show. And then Smart and Kyrie, obviously. So yeah. maybe Kyrie will have to go in his bag of tricks, pulling I don't out. Know, I think that he's Marcus gonna, he's, I scene. definitely think he's going to. It's, Talk um, about a bag of tricks. Mm, deep, deep bag. Do you think it's going to come down Best to game handler seven? Best ball handler of all time, Kyrie. I don't know. I, I see that. I feel like it could be a six game. Five or six. six game? I like. Yeah, I have confidence in the Celtics here. Yeah, I got Celtics in six, personally. No, I got the Celtics as well, but I think it's going to be a fight. You think seven? I don't know. I, I don't like betting against KD. Sure. Fair. Fair. Betting against the best player on the court, which is yeah. Kevin, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah. JT's a close second, but... And, you know, I feel like 30, we're talking know. about best He's players. Second. I feel like Jason Tatum... When he's got like an edge, when you see like angry Tatum, angry Tatum is a force of nature. Like 
it's insane because I remember like it was he was playing against um, the Grizzlies just like just past week. I think his Ja Morant's dad was chirping at him from the from courtside or whatever. And then Tatum goes some ridiculous stat line of like nine for eleven shots. Like he just that's super efficient. Tatum started four point play. Like angry Tatum man is when he plays with an edge, it shows. Like him driving to the hoop is it's a thing of beauty. Someone's got to buy courtside seats and just heckle him the whole, whole game. Just do him a favor, him. yeah. He, he's starting at the Kobe-like edge where, where yeah. you, you have to you, you yeah. give him you give him anything and it's a wrap. Exactly. Yeah. He um, it's funny. Jaw was Jaw didn't play. Mm-hmm. Memphis was sort of resting their guys because I think they had the two locked up. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a, a Cardinals hat. Um, uh, Tatum's a St. Louis Famously guy. St. Louis guy. And then mm-hmm. they talked after the game, and and Jaw was like just holding his hat, kind of like gingerly in front of him. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Oh man! But also, uh, uh, Tatum had so Tatum and Embiid have the same trainer, oh, so really? they work out a lot with each other in the off season. And and Tatum, he had talked to uh, Embiid. Uh, I think it was through mm-hmm. like a shared phone call with the trainer, just right place, right time sort of stuff. Yeah. And he said, he told Embiid that he hopes Embiid wins the MVP ne- this year. Oh, because it's going to be his next year? Because it's going to be his next year. He's <laughs> nice. coming for it. You know, I saw, we were talking about the Draymond Green podcast before. Draymond Green ended his interview with Tatum. Is like, if you don't get MVP next year, you soft, <laughs> you know, fill in the blank. It was it was amazing. It's a real storyline. Tatum is yeah. actually, he's extremely well respected within the, mm-hmm. the group of players. And Durant said it so many times. Like, yeah, like kept- this is a guy, if mm-hmm. Sean guys like give me fits, um, for guys have to guard Tatum, he's an elite shot maker. Yep, you know he, he's a guy. He's a problem. He's a guy we're gonna have to to keep in mind. Yeah, and I feel like you see a, a lot of it. A lot of this respect, especially from KD, has come from this Team USA stuff in the Olympics. So you can, I feel like he's kind of getting prepped to be the next face of Team USA basketball. He wears that number ten. That was Kobe's number. For yeah, him. no, so, be Kobe. Um, obviously Durant. So because Durant had set the all time mm-hmm. uh, scoring record for Team USA in the Olympics. And he said, "Well, don't worry. This guy's coming next. He'll mm-hmm. he'll take it from me." He's talking about Tatum. Oh yeah. And I was like, guys that um that like playing for the country and and understand what it means. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't mm-hmm. seen it um for for all the top players. Steph has actually never played in the Olympics. LeBron played uh, twice, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not the biggest priority for everyone at coming off of a long season, sure. especially like Steph and then coming off and those. Yeah. Those finals he's runs, a, 2016, of... he did not play in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was kind of tired at that point. It was 2016, big year for Steph. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big year. Although Kevin played in that Olympics, uh, Jimmy Butler, DeMarcus Cousins, Larry and DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Paul George played. He might have played. Clay, I think, did play. Um, so it's an interesting group who always plays. But I like seeing Tatum and Booker. Draymond uh, plays. And Draymond did play. Uh uh, Middleton played Drew. I like seeing mm. those guys in the mix, yeah, and yeah, it'll be yeah. something to keep keep in mind moving forward. Yeah. Uh, just one one thing to wrap up Brooklyn, uh, Boston here. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in the personnel Brooklyn might have to get into that they didn't True. have to use in the play-in because uh, Aldridge and Griffin didn't play. They haven't played for a while. That. Yeah. Uh, we think like is is Blake healthy? You think? So they, he's been very inconsistent minutes this mm-hmm, year because mm-hmm. he. I just don't think he's the most effective player at this point in his career, and, yeah. they, and they've gotten good production out of other guys. Nick Claxton pretty much Claxton played. He pretty much played the whole second half over Drummond yeah. last week, and he played very effectively. 
And then they also went to Kessler Edwards at one point at, at the four. Oh, really? He, he's a guy who he could stretch the floor a little bit. He's a young player. Okay. He was on a two-way. They just converted him oh, to really? a standard contract because nice. you have to be on a standard in order to be eligible for the playoffs. Yeah. Hmm. But he, he he missed some open looks, but he could get those to fall. And so okay. I, they might okay. be going to that look a little more often. But they but Aldridge and Griffin, back to them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they might have to play depending on how big Boston goes. Sure. Yeah, and sure. Griffin, like he's really had a dip this season. I didn't. I thought he could kind of stroke it from three, but his nah, he's he averaging two point six attempts per game, shooting twenty six percent. That's like twenty six percent, guys. Two point six attempts is a lot for someone who's averaging seventeen minutes a game. He he was starting to develop it a little bit with the Clippers mm-hmm. and with Detroit, but he's had some injury stuff and yeah. in the role switching. I don't think he's been able to fully get it together. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you, you're talking Nick, Nick Claxton's a player. Like he's he's definitely. I've, I, is he a free agent this year for for Brooklyn? No, I mean he was uh, he was a rookie last year. He was a rookie last year. Gotcha. Because I remember like young guy. Yeah, very young guy. He's he can play. It's he was giving us some trouble. I think in the last Nets Celtics matchup when Jason went for fifty, and as you know, supposedly I think LMA did too. It was weird. I'm like, why is this? How is he still here getting buckets? Although. It's crazy. Last no, not 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 in the playoffs because Aldridge retired midseason last he, year. Remember? He did. No, I'm talking. I'm talking like just this past, this past like fifty. 50 um, it was the JT fifty point game. Yeah, he was playing a season. lot. He was playing a lot more earlier in the year because mm-hmm. he is. Uh, he he can get his in the low post and in the mid range yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, defensively and athletically, he's a little slower than he used to be. Mm-hmm. He was never great defensively, but mm-hmm. you know, he could he could hold his own a little bit with his size and and his frame. Yeah, but the, the other guy we didn't see a lot of it was Cam Thomas. Uh, he's a rookie wing that uh, uh, KD has praised a lot. He liked him. Oh, really? And so he okay. might play a lot okay. more as a as a switchy scoring forward, mm-hmm. if especially if Kyrie and, and KD play heavy minutes like Which, they did. They played around they forty. Can't. They yeah. played like forty minutes against Cleveland. No kidding. Wow. And I um. Hey, they want it. I do not know how long Ramadan lasts. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that could affect Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie was very effective, played 40 minutes mm-hmm. on, with that fasting. It's it's the whole month of April. The whole month, yeah. yeah so interesting. I don't know. And I feel they have like, a lot of guards, which helps. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they have Seth and, and Goron. Which True Dragic. Yep. Who recently came back and Patty. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Kyrie loves to play heavy minutes, and uh, yeah. again, props to him and being I feel able to like, do what he can yeah, do. Yeah, that's it's it's terrific. But uh, I feel like Kyrie and KD are Brooklyn. You know, like, I mean, say what you will about, you know, Cam Thomas, Kessler, like, Edwards, and all these other guys you mentioned. Like, I know they got deeper with a Harden trade, get, taking some of Philly's notable guys, and they got Goran Dragic from the buyout market, but, like, I don't I don't know if the rest of the guys in that Nets team can hang with the, the rest of the guys in the C team. It, it's something Barkley was talking about that – uh, Kevin and, and Kyrie, they did their thing like they do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and the rest of the Nets team played pretty much as well as they could, and they they sort of barely scraped by a quote, not me, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley, uh, a mediocre Cavs team without Jared Allen, without Jared Allen yeah. in the Barclays. Yeah, yeah. So home court, crazy. Uh, they're they're gonna yeah, have to play well, and there's some unprovenness there with some of the Brooklyn players. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't seen Drummond do it in a big spot. We haven't seen Seth really do it. In a big spot, mm-hmm. Bruce. Obviously, we we all know Luke. what Kevin and Kyrie can do. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of <laughs> the storyline, to some degree, Bruce Brown always guys. tries to light us up every time he plays us. Somehow they got him for nothing. Insane. They got him for like a second. 
from Detroit like two years ago. I he, wanted. He was a second. He was like the 49th pick of the draft. R- really? Yeah. And then he got actually. traded, I believe, for like 35th pick or something. No joke. Boston, we could have gotten him. Yeah. I've, you know, he went to the when same, he was traded, uh, same who, was academy as CV. Oh, no kidding. Vermont. Huh. No joke. Yeah. I knew he was like a New England guy. CV coming to Boston. Like, I was like, yeah, I thought, I thought he was. I had heard. I thought he was a local guy. Yeah, Vermont Academy. Damn. Whenever he, whenever he was on Detroit, he always played well against the Celtics. I think Tommy Heinsohn loved him. Yeah. He was, you know, Bruce Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tommy's voice. That voice guy knows childhood. how to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. We all miss Tommy. We do. Him, he and Mike Gorman were just phenomenal tag team. I love Gorman. And mm-hmm. Gorman, uh, he's he's back on the yeah, back to I doing, doing away for games. the stretch. It was so nice. Yeah, I, he was saying it was tough for him to go on the road. Oh, jeez, um, yeah. For I think he's 74. Yeah, I might be wrong about that, but I think yeah. that's what it was. It's, these games weren't weren't the same without him saying, got it! <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> takes it, fakes it, makes it. You know, it's like, oh, he's got his classes. I, like I, lo- I love he, it. He's sort of like a backseat commentator. He doesn't yeah. talk too much. He doesn't he talk over the game. Yeah, I agree. He inserts himself enough. It's funny. I, I never heard him having, like, a Boston accent. Yeah. It never registered to me. But then, like Duncan would say, he'd and he'd it's, be like, "Wow, this guy's got a heavy accent." It's so <laughs> Boston. No, no, I'm right there with you, Pete. It's just like, what I, do you mean? Like, I, no, I, I don't hear anything. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it sounds fine to me. I can't oh, yeah. not hear it. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah. Is I, any more to add on the Nets Celtics matchup? Uh, I don't think so. Like I said, I think mm-hmm. I think I would say Boston takes in five five or six. But I agree. If we're gonna you know make a real prediction. <laughs> probably pick one or the other i'm doing Celtics and six you know just pick. just to have confidence in the team and to not have the same pick as you let's get some variety on like the playing picks sure sure from last episode i'll go celtics and five i'll go celtics and seven i think each team is going to steal a game away and it's going to come down to the garden um and i think the celtics will i think the garden's quite a quite the seventh man if should you will. be rocking oh yeah, yeah. should be rocking especially i expect absolute vitriol Anytime Kyrie touches the ball, it'd be amazing if less. we could work our way up to one of those games. I, I don't I've know been tr- I've been trying to go see a Celtics playoff game since for like, a couple when years. they were for a couple years now. But like, especially me and my friend, one of my one of my friends, Jake, he's a huge Celtics fan from New Jersey. Shout out Jake! Shout out Jake! Mm-hmm. Come to the pod. Um, yeah, we've been like, dude, we should go catch a playoff game. Why not? Well, like, this is back when they were like five hundred before the new year. I'm like, this should be pretty cheap. Yep. Not yeah. anymore. It's go- it's gonna be must see television. This is I I think the city's rallying around the team. Oh too. yeah, I, I feel like it's obviously it's Red Sox season. Red Sox. I was I forget who I was talking to the other day, but like once baseball season happens, like it's just it gets kind of tribal. Dominates. It's 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 like this tribal kind of primal thing where people in like especially like the Northeast just start getting their most like Sox and Yankee. Everything yeah. all the time. The war starts. It's it's yeah. the war starts, dude. It's like the Cold War is like flaming hot, and then every, especially in Connecticut, like the amount of people that are just like have not watched any like a baseball, but like it's in their blood to hate one of the other teams. <laughs> it's dude. It's yeah. it's baseball season. If you want to end this segment on some uh, home record <laughs> franchise history, sure. Um, what is the best home record in franchise history for the Celtics? You mean on like a for a given year? For a given year. Uh, I'm going to go the 85-86 season. Just cause oh, you go probably... season. I thought you were asking numbers. 
or both. Both are either. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I could. I'm gonna go like. Yeah, if you go on 86, I'm gonna go like 36 go... and or no, I'm gonna go 35 and six mm-hmm. for the 85 season. Oh, I I don't know about the actual numbers. I like the 85 86 season. One of the best teams. Period. Full stop. Best Celtics team ever. Oh yeah. yeah. Although, you guys got the season. It was 85 86. The number was 40 and one at home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think my mom was at one of those games. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> so, I would have I would have thought honestly one of the best Celtics teams ever is the two thousand nine team mm, where Garnett went down. Yes. Mm-hmm. We I think they went off KG stays healthy. <sighs> yeah, they were they were a they're force they were a juggernaut. Dude. My God. But, I saw like some of the some of their starts that season. They went on like twenty seven and three to start the season or something stupid like that. Yeah. It was insane. Um so I think that about wraps up our uh, Brooklyn-Boston talk for now. We'll come back right after this just to kind of wrap up the playing stuff for tonight and uh, close out the show. And we're back. So we're just wrapping up at the end of the show. Pete, you had a couple more things you want to talk about, right? Yeah, I just wanted to preview the playing games for tonight. Mm. We should try to get this pot up before that. So maybe if you mm-hmm, listen right mm-hmm. when it comes or maybe if you didn't weren't able to catch the games tonight, maybe you could listen to this and sort of figure out what we thought coming in, and then look at the box score and other stuff, and and see. And yeah, you can see what, how flame us for how incorrect our picks are, and maybe aren't. It'd be great. Maybe Could get them right. Yeah, again, all the socials are uh, <laughs> in the description of the episode. So if you want to <laughs> send my my freezing bad, freezing cold takes at me, mm, you can do mm. it there. So we are talking about Clippers, Pelicans. So I just want to do a, a quick little hit on Hawks, Cavs. Really, what we think. My, my stuff is that I, I think the Hawks are playing with a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. and that Cleveland may be tired after that, that tough game against the Nets. Granted, yeah, that was a couple of days ago. Um, but there is precedent for sort of those play-in storylines and how that's happened last mm-hmm. year. The Warriors played against the Lakers uh, in that very highly touted matchup, Curry-LeBron. And that was a real tough game for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They lost, I believe, 103-100. Um, oh, yeah. And then, so they, then they had to go against nine-seed Memphis – after they had beaten the Spurs, um, and so Memphis was able to upset them in Golden State. It's not quite the same because Memphis had only beaten the Spurs 196, unlike mm, mm-hmm. the way Atlanta blew out Charlotte, unfortunately, uh, yeah. 132-103 the other mm-hmm. night. Rip Duckets Hornets. Yeah, did you see the picture of the, the practice facility where they had last year's playing game posted up there? No. No, it was like bulletin board material? or Yeah, it's, it's all over Twitter because they lost to the Pacers like – 144 to 115. Oh, that, so they had 142 that, actually. Oh, yeah, they had that box score up there. Oh wait, no, no, no. 144 to 117. Yeah, they had that box score up there as like motivation, but this year we lost Didn't work. Like, two more points, so. Yikes. Yeah, we're on Ch- kind of motivation, something. I guess. But yeah, for Atlanta Cleveland, I think like in Cleveland, Jared Allen's playing or it looks like he's playing. He may. So he he took part in shoot around this morning. That's uh from Chris Fedor. He was all geared up, and he and he talked with Bicker staff, and he spoke with a trainer, and then he went in the trainer's room. I think he's gonna start, and I think because they need to win. I this think game. he'll try to gut it out at least. Yeah, yeah. And, and if it's really bad, or if they're up by a lot, he'll. I mean, they'll set him. Jared Allen adds so much to the Cavs in terms of defense. Like, he's, well, you're gonna need a, a guy to, to bang on the boards against oh, Capella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's not the same. Like Capella dominated against Charlotte because they they kind of lack some size and ferocity mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, but even supersized. Yep, uh, they might they might have to just throw him out there on Capella. So we'll see how that goes. There's the other side of the coin though, where or last year, um, the the Wizards as the eight seed got blown out by the Celtics, one eighteen one hundred. True. But then they went out and then Play crushed Indiana. 
142 mm-hmm. to 115. Mm-hmm. So it could be the other side. And those were both last year. Mm-hmm. So I, I... Who do you guys think? Do you have any predictions? I got Hawks. Do you want Hawks and numbers? It's in Cleveland, by the way. I got in, Cavs. In Cleveland? Yeah. Is, it, is this just the one game playing? One game. is for the eight seed. The, yeah, the, I got the Hawks. The Hawks are favored by like two. So you both got Hawks? No, I got Cavs. You got, you got no, yeah. Cavs, I like Hawks. I like I like Trey Young. Trey Young rises to the spotlight. Okay. You know, he's a performer. This is his time to shine. I feel like he just I feel I I like how he can match like offensively. I know Cavs are a tall team and Trey Young, not a tall man, right? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> say what you will about the def- his defense he's gonna be able to do against the Cavs. I feel like his playmaking is just going to take over. And yeah, I mean, Lamella is six seven six eight, and he was on Trey Young, and it didn't matter. Actually, Cody Martin was on Trey Young a bit, but yeah, I I think it's just trying time to shine. I'm gonna go with the other guy, actually, the the guy that's gonna rise to, to the spotlight and take control of the game. Oh, yeah? I think that's gonna be Garland. Garland mm-hmm. almost stole the show there in Brooklyn. I think he's a big game guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He he's been good playing from that Cleveland crowd. We saw how much they rallied around him in All Star mm-hmm, Weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were they were really down for their guy to be there. And, and he played well in the festivities that weekend. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. Uh, I, I think they're the better team. I, I'm, I'll also just like Evan Mobley. Sure. Um, I, a lot of it may come down to the wings because I don't think Cleveland has the best depth. I, I, I'm not the biggest Levert guy. Yeah. Uh, Okoro is, is still kind of trying to get his, his place. Hawks do have wing talent. Do they that's play for the sure. Love Machine at four, kind of. Love Machine. So the Love Machine is sort of like a sixth man for them. Yeah. yeah. Because they they'll play Markinen, Mobley, much, right? and mm-hmm. Jarrett. Yeah, because he doesn't co- he doesn't go in for Jarrett. Uh, well, they can Mobley. they play him at the four and the five, yeah. like a small ball five. Gotcha. So, yeah. So yeah. And then for for Pell's clips, who you got? Well, with, with no Paul George, I'm going Pell's um, man. I'm going Pell's. Yeah, yeah. I, have to go Pels I, I was after how good McCollum and and Bi were. I yeah. was I was kind of gonna lean towards it, but. I was going to defer to the team with the best player, which mm-hmm. is Paul George. Didn't work out for me, Timberwolves, Clippers. Yep. But I was probably going to go Clippers, but nah, I, I got to go Pels. Yeah, Yeah. no, I like, just, I like the guys in the Pels too much. I feel like I feel like they want it more. They're yeah. a good defensive team. They're a good defensive team now since the break. Like, and then CJ and B.I. And were able to score. do theirs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. B.I.'s yeah. B.I. CJ roast the occasion. Yep. It's terrific. My only concern with the Pels is they almost lost their lead at the end of the game. It was like That's a true. huge lead, That's and there was true. only 10 points, right, at finish. Yep. But I think if they establish an early lead in the first two, three minutes, they can keep the lead mm-hmm. the whole game. Mm-hmm. I think if they're playing down, uh, then it's a little – the Clippers are a well-coached team. Where's the – yeah, sorry, pardon me. I mean to interrupt. Well, yeah, the, the Clippers are a well-coached team, and I think they can secure a lead, mm-hmm. even though the Pelicans are better when there's no Paul George on the court. Game Where, is in what? L.A. Thank you. Read your mind. You did. You at, did. At the, at the crypto.com arena. Uh, <laughs> Gross. Not for long. They'll have their Another own Another question. That's Another good. question. Which is the better arena name? Smoothie King. Not even close. That's kind of There lit. we go. Smoothie King? Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? It's, it's perfect. Top five name. It's truly, truly a top five name, Smoothie King Center. I lo- again, reading my mind already. Let that, us know that, if that, you guys have a deferring opinion, though. That may be, uh, may be question of the pod. Maybe your favorite arena name. And then we already have a poll. We're, we're going to try a poll. <laughs> we can also do polls. I, oh, I'll yeah. let you find that in, in on the episode page you. right now on mm-hmm. Spotify. Again, listen to us on Spotify so mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. interact with it that way. And we, we could read your answers out on the show. Fun way to interact with everyone. 
Yeah, damn right. I think that's all we got. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Raise five stars on uh, Spotify, oh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. It's a great way to support the show. Mm-hmm. We really value it. And we do so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I've been your host, Garrett Collins, joined by Peter. Yep. And Duncan. And Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and have a fantastic evening. We could have had a, a, a seven seconds or more outing. Yeah. Oh, we should. Yeah. <laughs> we should. We still can. Peter got still a can. Pittsburgh Pirates. There's like a vintage There's, there's shop. like a vintage pop-up, and I got a, got a Pirates jersey. They had a lot of sports vintage why? stuff. Uh, go Pirates. That's why. We're pushing P. Pushing Pirates. Pushing P. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dunk, I really, I really appreciate Pirates. that. You just went for it. You know? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't... I was acknowledging Peter, but... I laughed so much inside. I want to let you know. I feel like, I don't know, a lot of like sports mascots, like they don't take full advantage of the mascot. I sure. agree. Like Pittsburgh Pirates, I, I don't associate them with Pirates because they just use the P logo. It's also because they're bad. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like, like, keep this in mind. No, but the P logo is, is so clean that like I see people that surely can't be Pittsburgh Pirates fans, right? But like people this, people wear mm-hmm. the, the spoke P it's, hey, it's, it's Sean Moore. Our, our roommate, Sean, he wears a Pirates hat, and so every time he wears them, he's like, hey, let's go Pirates. Let's go Buckos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's a joke. And then, like, for the last two weeks, I've seen random people across campus. Me too. Like, I don't get it. For all we know, it could be the same guy every time. It, it, <laughs> you'd be surprised, dude. Like.